0: Hello, this is Ahuka, and welcome to Hacker Public Radio, and another in our ongoing series on security and privacy. And what I want to do this time is pick up from what we did last time. Uh, Last time we took a look at how to do encryption with email in Thunderbird using an add-on called Enigmail. Uh, What I want to do this time is take on uh, the task of showing how we can also use encryption with web-based mail, Uh, and for this one, I'm going to select Gmail because I happen to have a Gmail account, so that makes it easy. Uh, I think that there are probably similar ways to do this with Yahoo or with uh, Outlook.com or what have you, but... Uh, I'm going to use a particular example that I happen to be familiar with. Um, Now, you know, people use web-based mail a lot. Uh, Gmail is certainly one of the more popular ones. Um, The thing that you have to keep in mind is that this is all about encrypting the message with your keys that you control before it leaves the computer all right. Steve Gibson calls this pre-internet encryption, or PIE. Now, last time we mentioned LavaBit, Ladar Levison, and all of that, and the flaw in what they did was that they had keys that the mail provider controlled. And these keys could be and were demanded by the government. So if you use your own GPG keys that you control, no provider, in this case Google, is even capable of giving anything to the government other than a blob of random nonsense. Um, Now, I'm not going to get into metadata. That's another discussion, and Lord knows we will probably get to that one too at some point. But uh, what I want to do here is uh, talk about an extension that you can install. It's available for both Chrome and Firefox, Uh, And I'm going to do it with with Chrome because that's what I use to access my Gmail account. And the extension is called Mailvelope, M-A-I-L-V-E-L-O-P-E. So it's mail and envelope kind of mashed together. Um, And as a, you know, Chrome extension... You, you Basically, you just do what you do with any other Chrome extension. You go to the Chrome store, you do a search for MailVelope, and you uh, install it. Now, once you have MailVelope installed, you need to give it your keys. Now, we talked about uh, creating keys over a couple of different uh, episodes, uh, how to do it with a command line, how to do it with a GUI Client. Then last time we talked about using your keys with uh, Enigmail in Thunderbird. Um, Now, one of the things about Enigmail that was really nice was that Enigmail knew where to look and would just go grab your keys. Uh, MailVelope is not quite uh, as user friendly in this respect, but it's going to give us a chance to learn a learn something that we're going to need to know, and that's all about exporting keys. So when, when you have MailVelope installed, you then, in the uh, extensions window in, uh, in Google Chrome, uh, you will see that there's an option, there, there's something there that says options. It's a link that you click, and that opens up the options me- uh, window for MailVelope. And when you take a look at that, you're going to see you've got a number of things you can do, and and one of them, it's it's down a couple on the left, you're going to see something that says import keys. Now, you can import your keys or other people's keys, depending on what you have available to you. Uh, But the thing is that it has to be pure ASCII text files. Now, chances are when uh, GPG created all of this on your hard drive, it was not pure ASCII. It was probably a binary file. So what you need to do is you need to do an export. Now, you can do this in several ways. Uh, You could do it at the command line, for instance. And there's two different commands, one for the private key and one for the public key. So for the private key, the command would be gpg space dash export dash, secret, dash, key, space, dash, a, space, and then your username. <clears throat> and this would be your username. If, in this case, I'm on a Linux box, so it would be my Linux username, you know, the name of my home directory, in other words. Now, this will display your key as ASCII text in the terminal window. You can paste it in the mail envelope. And away you go. Um, now, to get your public key. And the public key is the one that's used by other people to encrypt messages to you. So, the command's slightly different. GPG space dash armor, A-R-M-O-R, space dash export, space, and then the email address, Remember that when you created your GPG key, that it the email address was a part of that, and it's linked to your email address. So that's going to get your, uh, your public key exported. Um, and again, this will show up in the window, and you, know, you can copy and paste, what have you. Uh, now, if you've already set up Thunderbird, we can make this even a little bit simpler, because uh, you can export them both at once. In Thunderbird, go to that open PGP menu that we talked about last time, and this time select Key Management. And click on your own key to select it, and then go to the File menu, and select Export Keys to File. You'll then be asked if you wish to include the secret key. Say yes, and you'll be asked to approve a file name and a location for the exported file, now this will be a .asc file, in other words, ASCII text. And then in Mailvelope, on the import screen, you can uh, click the you know import from file, find that file. So you know put it put it in your home directory somewhere where you know how to find it. <clears throat> and if all goes well, you're going to see two green lines. The first one says, success, public key was imported, blah, 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 and the second one would be success, private key was imported, blah, 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 and, you know, in each case saying that's been added to your key ring, and then you can take a look at your key ring in MailVelope, and you should see your name and the ID of your key, and you'll actually see two keys uh, two keys in the icon on the left, because that's going to indicate that it, it got both the public and the private. Uh, now, if you then later on import the public key of of some other people, people that you might want to correspond with, when you look, you would see their name and their key identifier, but you'd only see a single key on the left because you obviously would not have their private key. Now, I, I said it was worth learning this uh, import export business with keys because it's really the best way to move your keys to other computers. Uh, now I, uh, you know, I've seen stuff that says, Oh, well, just copy your dot GPG directory. And you know, if you're going to another Linux machine, that'll probably work. But, uh, you know, what if you're a cross platform person, you know, what if you're like our friend Nightwise, who makes a whole big fetish out of being cross platform, um, and, you know, let I me mean, let's face it. A lot of people, there are times they want to use Linux. Other times, you know, I, I have to use Windows when I'm at work. Uh, some people may have a Macintosh around that they want to use. So understanding how you can export your key files. Uh, and then in any other computer, you just use the import, like we just did with Mailvelope. Uh, and that's going to be a good way to get your keys moved around. So now that you've uh, imported this, uh, let's say you wanted to send a message in Gmail. Now, if if the only key you have is your own, you have to send something to yourself. You know, you can actually do that. Uh, but what you're going to see now, because of MailVelope, is that when you click the Compose, and in Gmail, uh, I'm going to assume you all know how this works, uh, when you click the Compose button, uh, a a window opens up in the lower right, and it's got a black bar across the top, and, you know, you start typing your, your message. What you're going to see now is something has changed. And what has changed is that there is an additional icon that is on... That window and the icon is an edit icon, and it's got the yellow pencil on top of a sheet of paper. And if you click that, another window opens for you to create your encrypted message. So you just type your message in that window. So it's going to say, At the very top, Chrome extension and a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Yes, because the extension is MailVelope that you installed that's taking over this process. Uh, And then you compose your mail, and now what? If you simply click the transfer button, you get a pop-up warning you. You're trying to send unencrypted data, all right? So just because you've composed it in this window, you haven't finished the process yet. But if you take a look, there's an icon of a padlock. Ah, the lock icon. So, you click that, and what happens? Well, another window is going to open. Remember that when you send encrypted mail, you encrypt it using the public key of the recipient. Now, right now, you may only have your own public key in there, because we just imported it a moment ago. Uh... <clears throat> but at some point, you're going to start accumulating public keys of other people, and so what you need to do is select the public the the recipient for whom you have a a public key. Now, I uh, I think I mentioned last time I'm, I'm setting up something with uh, Tony Bemis from the Sunday Morning Linux Review that uh, I think the two of us are going to do a little program talking about how you do all of the obtaining keys of other people and and things like that so uh you know that should be fun we're going to get there Uh, it's like everything else you got to take it one step at a time so anyway at this point you know you click that maybe the only name you see up there is your own so highlight that and click the add button and when you do that everything gets encrypted then when you click the transfer what's going to get transferred is an encrypted message. And so in your Gmail window, uh, your compose window now, it's just going to say begin PGP message and then all sorts of gobbledygook. And then at the end, it's going to say end PGP message. So you have a completely encrypted message, but so far not a thing has left your computer. And that's the important part. So If you now click the send button, your message will be sent, but Google will have no idea what it says, and neither will anyone else, if they do not have the private key of the recipient. Ideally, they wouldn't. Now, suppose you receive a message that has been encrypted, and that means that you have a correspondent out there who has your public key and they use that to encrypt a message to send to you. Well, when that comes in, MailVelope is going to notice, oh wait a minute, this is encrypted, isn't it? I'm supposed to do something. So it'll throw an overlay on top of the message with the icon of an envelope and lock. Your cursor will turn into a key and if you click on the icon, you will be asked to provide your passphrase. And assuming you can do this successfully, the message will decrypt. Let's hope you know your passphrase. Now, the last thing, digital signing. And I'd have to tell you, at this point, now I'm recording this now in towards the end of February of 2014. Uh, but I'm recording it ahead of time, and it's, it's going to go out later on this year. The time I'm recording this, MailVelope does not support digital signing, but it's clear that they're working on it, and and I hope it will be added soon. Obviously, uh, they put the priority on ensuring that you could securely encrypt messages, and that's not really a terribly bad priority to have when you think about it. So with that, uh, this is Hookah signing off. For Hacker Public Radio and reminding everyone, please support free software. Bye. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast... Then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike, 3.0 license.